What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No, not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. The break, good times, come on, the Bears finally fired Matt Nagy. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to the start of light up. You're on a 98.9 via game ESPN radio. Uh, what's happening out there, people? It's a Thursday. It's Thirsty Thursday. It's Throwback Thursday. Whatever you want this uh, Thursday uh, to be here on a January 19th, 2023. And it's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up for you, we've got a good show lined up for you, as always. Uh, coming up, we'll be talking to some local sports that happened last night and yesterday. And we'll take a look at the schedule uh, for today as well. I know NTC tournament continues on, and we got the, the uh, tournament Shavy Chip there and the Little Illini Girls uh, tournament. We'll take a look at that. We'll take a look at the Little Illini uh, Conference tournament uh, brackets uh, that were out for the boys' side of things. And uh, the plan is to uh, look at the Lincoln Prairie Conference Tournament as well as those brackets uh, were revealed. The new AP polls are out for boys and uh, girls basketball, so we'll see where uh, every uh, local team stands there in those polls. And we'll also hit up on uh, some college basketball, of course, what happened last night, and, uh, of course, previewing the Illini game tonight. That's right, a big a game uh, tonight, a rivalry game against Indiana and uh, beat those Hoosiers. And that's what the Illini will try to do, putting their little mini four-game winning streak on the line here tonight at the State Farm Center. And, of course, if you can't make it to the State Farm Center, well, we got you covered right here on 98.9. 7.30 will be the tip. Approximately 6.30 will be the broadcast start time here on 98.9, the game you're Home for a fighting Illini athletics, football, and a basketball. Might even hit up on that Illini game last night on the women's side of things, unfortunately. Fighting Illini women fell to Indiana, and we'll see and we'll see what the boys can do tonight. And we'll also hit up on some NBA, NHL, and we might have some more NFL stuff to uh, talk about and uh, well one of our favorite subjects here on the show uh, they're back in the news again as live 
That's right, the Live Golf Series. They finally got a TV deal, and we'll find out what network you can view it or network slash app you can watch Live Golf if you're interested there in checking that out. So got a lot to cover here today on the program. So uh, thanks for coming along the ride with us here on this uh, Thursday. And, of course, starting lineup would not be possible without my man meets Tingley Insurance Agency, Web Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and Tatopolis State Bank. We appreciate them for coming along for the ride. So I think without further ado, let's go ahead and let's jump right into the show and let's kick it off with what we always do, and it's First Things First. Before we get into the show... First things first. And we're starting off with local sports, and we're starting off with that uh, NTC conference tournament on the girls' side of things. Last night, it was a day number two, and a game that you heard over on our sister station, 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, as it was the last game of the night there, and it was an exciting one to close out the day. As wins is two straws, they hold on, and they win 63-61 over the Altamonte Lady Indians. And uh, this game was uh, close uh, throughout, except for at the very beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Altamonte did jump out to that big lead. I I put it down for 12-2. to two. Uh, It might have been just 10-2, to two, but it was a good lead uh, for the Lady Indians. It seemed like they uh, couldn't miss from anywhere. They were shooting on the floor. Uh, Claire Bame, she had six points. In the opening quarter, Libby Reardon, uh, she had a three-pointer to uh, build up that lead. But then the Hatchets, they were coming off their second game of the evening, and uh, they were coming in, and uh, they didn't show it at all. They came back in the quarter and finished it off strong. They had seven points in the opening quarter by Ella Kinkler, and uh, they clawed their way back to within four. And uh, so uh, with that positive momentum that they had, they carried it over into the second quarter, and then they would uh, take the lead there in uh, that quarter. It was kind of back and forth. And uh, Sam Hayes put the hatchets on her back as 10 points in the second quarter to uh, even it up there at halftime uh, to tie it up at 32 all uh, going into uh, the uh, locker room uh, there. And then in the uh, third quarter, Winds Two Straws, they came out and had a solid third quarter and they actually had uh, the lead for the majority of that quarter. But Altima ended up finishing the quarter strong and uh, came back. And I know uh, Skyly Klein, Libby Reardon made some uh, key baskets uh, there in the third quarter, and uh, Piercy also hit a, a three-pointer as well, and the Indians would have the narrow advantage, 44-43, to 43, entering the uh, final quarter, and uh, with just two straws, they would put together a, another 20-point uh, quarter as uh, they did that uh, earlier in the, oh no, actually they only had 19 in the second quarter, mm-hmm. but still, 20-point quarter for the Hatchets to close things out. They're also 8-for-10 down the stretch from the free throw line and Altima had their chances at the end and uh, they just kind of let it slip through their fingers uh, there at the very end they had some absolutely crucial turnovers in uh, some absolutely crucial spots there in the fourth quarter yeah and you know Altima like you said right there had an opportunity multiple opportunities uh, there at the end unfortunately the ball just did not bounce their way uh, for Altima so uh, that's that's going to be a tough one 
You know, we, yeah. we talk about it all season long about how oh, there's there's bad wins, there's good wins, there's tough losses, there's you know okay losses you can learn from. That last night was a tough loss mm-hmm. because you know you were right there, you were in it the whole game. You led after every quarter, I believe, minus the tie uh, going into the half, and it yeah. just wasn't enough. And now you got to set your sights on you know probably being the earliest that Altamont has played at the NTC tournament on the girls' side in a while. Definitely. You want to know how long? It was six straight years for the Indians wow. with a championship appearance. You know, they won three straight a few years ago, but then they've been in the championship as well mm-hmm. in those other three. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's been uh, quite a while since uh, showing up early there in uh, Beecher City, and that's exactly what they'll do on Saturday. And, uh, yeah, you can tell that uh, Coach said that the girls were frustrated and the frustration was uh, in her voice as well uh, there at the very end. And I told her there at the in the interview was, you know, maybe there at the very end, uh, this kind of this group of girls, yes, they've had a lot of experience in the last couple of years, but maybe they weren't put in that situation uh, that much. Uh, particularly this season with uh, the close games. And uh, she agreed, and Coach Guzzi agreed there, uh, that maybe a little inexperience there in those kind of late-game moments with uh, the Mm. game, uh, with the score close like that and running set plays to try to uh, draw up the game winner there. Um, You know, Atma was down by four, and then Skyly Klein hit that uh, three-pointer to make it a one-point game, and it was 7.5 seconds left. And, uh, Windsor, they left the, the door open a little bit. They had a turnover themselves on the inbounds pass, so uh, Altamont would get the ball there on the baseline, and uh, there would just be another uh, turnover there on the inbounds pass, and they would foul Windsor, and then they would go and make their free throws uh, there, and they just couldn't get the shot off, the full length of the of floor shot off. And, um, you know, it was just uh, right there yep. and frustrating loss. Uh, for sure, but uh, give credit to Windsor. Oh, absolutely. And, like, they didn't even, like, sub that many players in and out and, and not out of the realm of their normal rotation, and that was the second game of the night they had. It's almost like, you know, that first quarter, Altamont came out strong, and Windsor at that point was like, oh, hey, we're in another game. Like, yeah. we, we, we got to get going here. We got to get a little light of fire under us, and it did. So, uh, yeah, credit to Windsor, Stustros, like you said, but uh, Altamont right there had a chance uh as well so this one really could have gone either way yep uh had a chance uh, for sure but uh, now altima will slide into uh, the uh, seventh place game there at 2:30 on uh, saturday against either uh, the uh, losing team between chbc and uh, south central that'll be playing tonight and travis i, I want to get your opinion on this because i thought this the other day whenever i was over there in beecher city with you um and that is i feel like um Klein has really stepped up her game this she year. Has. You know, she's really she's come a on. Tournament. Yeah, she's having a good tournament. And really the season as a whole, she's really done a pretty good job since Grace has gone down of kind of being that offensive leader, whether that be bringing the ball up the court, hitting shots if they're needed. Mm. She, she's kind of been the one right now that Altamont's leaning on. All right, yeah, definitely. Uh, Klein and uh, Kylie Osteen have yep. had some yep. uh, good tournaments uh, games so far in the NTC, and mm-hmm. we'll see how they close out there in the seventh place game on a Saturday. And uh, like I said, Windsor was on the second game of the day there as uh, at 530 they played Nioga, and unfortunately uh, they fell 65 to uh, 39. Nioga, they jumped out to a 20 to 8 lead in the first quarter, and uh, then a big third quarter as well. They outscored Windsor 23 to 7 to open up the uh, second half 
half there, and then they would go on uh, to win uh, there. It looks like Sidney Richards had uh, 17 points, and uh, Sampson had 11, but those are the only two girls in double figures. Uh, Campbell uh, was right there with nine, and uh, Kinkler, uh, she had a 23 to lead uh, the uh, Hatchets, and then they would fall into that uh, game against Altamont later. Then the game before uh, Altamont's game was Dietrich and uh, South Central also on the consolation side of things. And this one actually turned out to be a pretty entertaining game as uh, these two teams traded the leads back and forth as South Central had the lead after one quarter. And then Dietrich comes back and has uh, outscored South Central by six in the next quarter to lead by four at halftime. And then uh, South Central would have their another great quarter for them. So they would have the lead going into uh, the uh, third quarter. And then uh, South Central would actually build up a pretty uh, sizable lead, double digits at one point. It was getting late in the game, like under two minutes or under three minutes, and Dietrich uh, fought really hard, and uh, they ended up scoring 21 points there in the, the final quarter and coming up just a little bit short by four. Uh, but, uh, you know, they could have just easily packed up shop and uh, closed it in, but uh, they fought hard till the end, and South Central ends up coming away with uh, the four-point win. and. It could have been more if not for that 21-point effort mm-hmm. in the fourth by the Maroons. Yeah, absolutely. Good final quarter there for Dietrich. For sure. And it was uh, Garrett leading the way for South Central. She had 25. Uh, Webster had 14. And uh, Kaylin Swift had a 10. And uh, Dietrich looks like they were led uh, by a Britain. She had 18. And a Brummer in the double figures as well with 12 points uh, there. So, uh, South Central aid advances on, and I believe Dietrich is done in the uh, tournament, uh, I believe, here. And, uh, yep, we already talked about that uh, Windsor and Altamai game from uh, last night. And action will continue later on today in the uh, NTC tournament, but we'll talk about a couple other games before we get there. It's Vandalia. Uh, in the Vandalia Midwinter Tournament, they came back uh, against FEM, but unfortunately they fall nine points short as FEM comes away with a win, 55-246. Hearts jumped out to a 22-10 lead, and uh, they had a 30-17 lead at the half, but Vandalia gets right back in in the third, outscored the Hearts 13-5 in uh, the third, and cut the lead back down to five, but then another 20-point quarter for the Hearts got them the W. Uh, Mapes, she was feeling it from beyond the arc. Seven threes oh, wow. in this one, and uh, 27 points for her. And uh, the only other close-to-double-figure scorer was Wolf for FEM. She had eight. Uh, Forbes led the way up for the Vandals. She had 24. Uh, Loopton had 11. So FEM improves to a 16-6, and six, and a Vandalia drops to a 15-8. and eight. Also, at that midwinter tournament, it was Greenville falling to Mascuda, 49-42 to there in that one. And the little I-9 conference tournament there in Mount Carmel, and this was the consolation side of things as Casey took seventh place over Lawrenceville, 57-36. to So now Casey, with their sixth win of the year, and earns a seventh place in the little I-9. Conference tournament there. Congratulations. And congratulations to uh, Marshall Lions as they are consolation championship winners as they defeated Newton 51 to uh, 44. As uh, Marshall had the three point lead after one quarter, they had a 25 19 lead at the half, and then uh, Newton comes back a little bit and closes the gap to four there in the third. But then 
Um, the Lions had an 18 to 11 fourth quarter to pick up the win. Uh, Scott, she had 19. McFarland had 14 to lead the way for Marshall, and they picked up win number 14 on the season. And Kessler and Cameron Martin led the way for Newton, both with 12 points. And Kristen uh, Martin had 11 for the Eagles there in the loss there. So. I got uh, two late scores for you, Travis, uh, okay. from the LPC tournament on the Constellation side. It was Arcola over Argenta Oriana, 61-12. to So Arcola will advance to the Constellation Championship game. And then Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond defeated Decatur LSA, 63-43. to So it'll be Arcola and Arthur in that Constellation Championship. That'll be Saturday at 2.30. In the seventh-place game, it'll be Argenta and LSA. That game Saturday at 1 o'clock. Yeah, very good. Uh, as the uh, Lincoln Prairie Conference Tournament will continue on on the championship side of uh, things uh, this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a couple games in uh, boys basketball uh, tonight as the Salem Invitational Tournament uh, down there is underway. And it's East St. Louis against Salem to uh, start the night. And then FEM's in action down there as uh, per usual there in Salem. And they'll place Thornton Fractional North mm-hmm. there tonight in Salem. Girls basketball for the NTC continues today in Beecher City at a 5.30. A first game of the day will be a CHBC scoring off against a South Central on the Constellation side. And then the two championship semifinals, it's a North Clay taking on a Neoga. And then it's a Brownstown trying to look for that second upset, the sixth seed, as they'll take on the two seed at St. Anthony to close out the day there in the NTC tournament there. Vandalia Midwinter Tournament continues today as well. Salem faces Madison and Centralia is against Wesleyan. Highland Tournament, Bethalto Civic Memorial against Breeze Central. Oakville against O'Fallon. And then Tatopolis will also be on the Constellation side and they'll be taking on Highland there. Little Illini Conference Tournament Day concludes tonight in Mount Carmel. Third place game is Olney against Mount Carmel. And in the championship, it is Robinson squaring off against so we'll see if yep. Robinson can pull off the upset or if the train can keep on rolling for pairs. That's the match we wanted. And it is, yeah. You're going to have it again on Monday, too. So, Yep, that's right. Yeah, yep. you pointed, pointed that out. So uh, you can do a little double dose of that Paris-Robinson uh, action and for championship tonight in the Little Illini. And the Lincoln Prairie Conference Tournament continues there in Cumberland. These are the semifinals as it's Oka Valley against Saragordo in the second game of the night. But the first game of the night should be entertaining as it's Tri-County squaring off against Cumberland this evening mm-hmm. there. And those two winners will go to the championship on Saturday. So uh, we'll take a look at uh, those scores uh, coming up uh, tomorrow. And uh, we'll get you set for the weekend uh, as well tomorrow as well and uh coming up here uh, speaking of the little line conference tournaments we got to take a look at the little line conference boys tournament as the seeds and the brackets were revealed the other day and we'll also take a look at the lincoln prairie conference tournament as well coming up here on the uh, starting lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. 
Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. So losing weight is one of the most popular New Year's resolutions. So how do you lose weight? A lot of people will say to just eat less and exercise more. Or some will go on one of those expensive diets where you're drinking shakes or eating diet fruit from a box. No thanks. If you want to lose weight effectively and keep it off for good, hands down, I'd recommend Plan Z. This is Haley. I'm a Plan Z dieter in Nashville. And Plan Z is different than other diet programs. Here's why. You have over a thousand recipes to choose from, or you can make up your own. All real food, fresh from the grocery store, no shakes, no frozen and dinners from a box. You can even cancel your gym membership on Plan Z because there's no exercise required. Their secret is their patented ZR50 Crave Control Spray that will eliminate your cravings and keep you focused. Then once you're done successfully losing weight, they'll stay by your side to help you maintain your weight loss. It was three years ago I lost 31 pounds in just 50 days on Plan Z and I've kept it all off ever since. 31 pounds in 50 days is actually what dieters lose on average. So if you're ready to start your Plan Z success story in 2023, first step is to watch the quick five-minute video on PlanZDiet.com and learn how to conquer the crave. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Shop limited-time deals at the Truckload event at Lowe's, happening now. Save big on your favorites across the store. During this event, get up to 50% off select tools and accessories. Plus, find the perfect floor tile for your home for less. Get up to 50% off select styles while you can. Head to your local Lowe's store or visit Lowe's.com to shop the Truckload event today. Valid 1229-125 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Discount taken at time of purchase. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. <laughs> Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. That <laughs> looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. And now... Travis Sparks with the Aurora Sports Center update, and I'm kind of doing this on the fly because Eric's script is not pulling up, but Eastern Illinois shortstop Trey Sweeney was named in the Ohio Valley Conference Baseball Player of the Year. The starting lineup. Holy cow, what a terrible sports hurry that was. I don't blame you. I blame me. On 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in to the start of the lineup on a 98.9 via Game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you here today on this Thursday. The Prairie Conference Tournament on the girls' side of things is underway. So is the little Illini Conference Tournament. They'll continue tonight in the championships there that we just talked about. Now let's take a look at the uh, boys' uh, side of things uh, for uh, both uh, tournaments. And got the uh, brackets the other day for the uh, Lincoln Prairie uh, Conference Tournament. So uh, that's going to get underway on a Saturday, right? Actually, Friday. Friday, There's yeah. There's first-round games kind of be, because of the amount of teams in the conference. Uh, sure. It starts tomorrow. So we'll start with the uh, highest seed playing tomorrow. Highest seed will host. It'll be the sixth seed, Argena, taking on the 11th seed, Tri-County. It'll be the seventh seed, Villa Grove, taking on the 10th seed, Blue Ridge. And then the eighth seed, uh, Arthur Lundtown with Hammond, will host Heritage. That's your 8-9 matchup. The winner of the 8-9 matchup, Travis, you get a date with the one seed, Decatur LSA. Oh, yeah, nice, nice, nice prize. consolation prize there. <laughs> uh, the winner of Villa Grove Blue Ridge will take on the two-seed Sarah Gordo, and the winner of Argenta Tri-County will take on the three-seed Okaw Valley. Where are the Cumberland Pirates? Well, they will yes. play Saturday. They are the only game that doesn't have, like, a play-in game before it. Uh, so they'll take on the five-seed Arcola. That game will be at 2.30 in the high school gym. They're going to have games in the junior high and the high school. Uh, Cumberland will be at the high school gym. If Cumberland wins, they will move on to play next Tuesday on the winner's side of the bracket, facing the winner of LSA versus either Arthur Lovington or Heritage, based on the winner of that game. If the Pirates were to fall to Arcola, they wouldn't play again, Travis, till next Friday. Wow, at six Friday. o'clock in the high school gym, um, and there's uh, they would take on the the winner and it, the, the way the bracket goes. I'm not going to explain it all to everyone because it's a little confusing. But we'll we'll talk more about it throughout the What's week. What's a bracket? Confusing. <sighs> it is because there's an odd number of teams, but I just, I know I know sometimes it just drives me nuts. Yeah, sometimes those brackets can be tough to uh, make up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah. Sometimes that's how, how it goes, I guess. Yep. yep. The way so the cookie crumbles. But anywho, that is uh, that's what we're looking at here. So, you know, I I think Cumberland, the Arcola game is going to be a, a toss up for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that four five matchup. That's always kind of a yeah, a tough one. Always can go either way. Um, but man, getting LSA the next night, you know, next game if you mm-hmm. do. That's going to be a tough one as well. But as we talked about, this Cumberland team in the past has gone on runs in the tournament. Do I think this team can do it? I'm a little iffy on that. It's all about getting hot at the right time. It is. And right now, the Cumberland Pirates are not. <laughs> so that's that's the problem. Sure. They can't turn it on now. Um, but to me, uh, the injury of Jackson Bolt has been a big factor in this Cumberland Pirates season. Yeah. They were starting to click before he got injured. But even before then... This team just has not gelled yet this season, and we're getting close to the end of it. You're running out of time. So mm-hmm. uh, the, the Cumberland Pirates definitely need to have their work cut out for them, I think. Um, if you're asking me to, you know, who do I think is the, the favorite to win this, I, I think obviously it's LSA. Oh, yeah. But if you're telling me, all right, LSA is not an option, you have to pick somebody else, I would probably say the three-seed Okaw Valley. They're playing some right, great basketball right now. And I, I think that they may be able to get to the championship game and at least give LSA a little bit of a fight. Right, a little bit of a fight, run for their money, say. Yep. 
And yeah, absolutely. Uh, Oka Valley uh, coming in on a four game winning streak mm-hmm. into the uh, Lincoln uh, Prairie Tournament. And uh, yeah, nope, they don't have another one until uh, they start the uh, conference yep. tournament there. Yep. And they haven't faced LSA yet. The, the no, season. they have not. So, you know, face uh, later on in February. So, uh, yep, I, I might uh, agree with you there because just how well. Uh, Oka Valley is a plane uh, coming in. Yes, yeah. the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are. are getting hot at the right time. So very nice. That'll be. I I I really want to see that matchup if that is the matchup uh, for the championship. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking to see if anyone can give uh, LSA a run for their money. Yeah, and we'll see where LSA ranks in the polls as well coming up here in just a second. Uh, the uh, little line I uh, conference tournament for the uh, boys that will get underway on uh, Saturday and this one's going to be hosted there in Olney at Richland County High School and uh, sure enough the host school Richland County is the number one seed as uh, they'll start things off there at one o'clock and the a seed will be a uh, Marshall and then uh, the uh, four seed uh, Lawrenceville will square off against the five seed uh, Robinson at a 2.30 following that opening game. Then the two-seed, Casey, they got on the seven-seed at Paris at 4 o'clock. And then the three-seed, Newton, will match up with Mount Carmel, the six-seed, at a 5.30. And that's a rematch from a game that just happened. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Newton and Mount Carmel matching up again this time on uh, on a neutral site there in Olney. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, Travis, you talk about uh... – you know, oh well, who you got in in this tournament? I I can't pick this one, right? Yeah, because out of the eight teams in the conference, Travis, six have winning records, right? And five of them have five hundred or better records in conference, right? So uh, I definitely think that Casey has a has a good. You know, you could say Casey's going to win. You could say Olney. Mm-hmm. Lawrenceville was playing well at the beginning of the year. Newton, it seems like, is Jackal and Hyde. You never know what kind of team's going to come out for the Newton Eagles on a game-to-game yeah. basis. You talk about consistency, That's as I fair. talked about with the Illini. Um, this one's hard to handicap. Right, yeah, it definitely is uh, hard to get a handle of, for sure. You know, in particular, I don't know when they decided the seeds mm-hmm. that they came out, but you know, since the seeds came out, only they've dropped a couple of games here, and it's been yeah. a couple of games in conference. They've lost to Mount Carmel, and they've lost to uh, Casey, and that yep. was just a game on Tuesday. So, uh, number one seed not entering on the the best uh, stretches here coming into the tournament. And Mount Carmel, Travis, they're four and one in conference, second best conference record. Right, six seed. Six seed. So uh, I'm assuming that it has to do with overall as well, but it, I don't know who came up with this because Lawrenceville's 17 and four. So you'd think they would be the one if you're going just on base overall record, but they're not. So... Well, clearly, the worst case scenario has happened for the uh, the uh, coaches that put this together. Yeah. Of that, you know, only uh, going down a couple of times yep. in uh, Lawrenceville, as well being a four seed, and then Mount Carmel improving their conference record to four and one. Yep. So and being the six seed, so it's like ah man, and now that we look really bad after the the seeds came out, but uh, you know, 
it should be a, a great competitive tournament there. And like you said, it's definitely hard to kind of nail down mm-hmm. uh, one because, I mean, Alden gets by uh, Marshall and, you know, let's just say uh, throw it out there. It's 4-5. You can go either way. But say Lawrenceville wins just for seed purposes, you know, who, who's to say that Lawrenceville can beat Alden? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and – yeah, so it's really hard to, to pick this one. And the other interesting thing, Travis, is that Casey actually is playing tonight mm-hmm. at Crab Orchard, and uh, Marshall's playing on, on Friday. Not that that is quite as big of a deal, but uh, Casey's going to play tonight as opposed to all the other schools that are not playing. Right. Yeah, trying to get uh, another game in before mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the conference tournament starts. And this tournament will conclude next Friday. It won't be on Saturday. It'll be Friday is when it concludes. All right, yeah. Because I do notice that. Newton and Robinson both will be in Pinckneyville for the Pinckneyville shootout on next Saturday. So it, it's wow. just weird. The girls is also weird because it's ending on Thursday, which is tonight. So got to figure out your schedule a little better, little Illini. Right, yeah, it looks like the third-place game and the championship will occur next uh, Friday. Yeah. They split that up. They split up the comp- like the Constellation game yeah, and then the championship games into different nights. Which Gotcha. I, I guess, you know, if you're doing them during the week, you kind of have to. You can't fit right. four games in yeah. a day. No. And, uh, I mean, we barely squeeze in three uh, right. the way it is. Right. So... Uh, so that's a look at the uh, Little Illini Conference Tournament on the boys' side. The girls will conclude uh, tonight, and the boys will get underway there on uh, Saturday. And Lincoln Prairie will get underway on uh, Friday and uh, conclude next Saturday, right? Uh Lincoln Prairie, yes, next yeah. next Saturday. All right. And uh, so uh, where is Decatur LSA in these uh, polls here for the boys? Well, we'll take a look at that coming up next, as well as all the other area teams did Altamont. Where are they uh, ranked? And we'll find out that answer coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Topless State Bank and Topless Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Extreme weather is tough on people, and just as tough on big trucks and diesel engines. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. If your big truck has been a victim of old man winter, we offer you the area's premier trailer repair shop. From straightening to rebuilding, we're the best at what we do, so you can get back to doing what you do best. We can also make sure those diesel engines and air brakes are ready for the rest of the winter. You expect a lot from your truck. We exceed your expectations. We're Crossroads Truck Equipment. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. You could save big when you bundle your home, auto, and other vehicles with Progressive. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for sports stuff you definitely could not do. You could not have turned that double play. If you think you could dive, then spin, then launch a perfect throw 120 feet, you must be forgetting that you get dizzy when you stand up too fast sometimes. If you tried to throw that hard, that would be the last thing you did with your arm before shoulder surgery. But you definitely could save big when you bundle your home, auto, and other vehicles with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company.
company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. We'll get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we'll take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $79.99. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone.com. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. And now, the starting lineup. Air Tri Sports Center update. Chicago Fire FC forward Ignacio Elazdo is the MLS Player of the Week. The award follows his breakout performance against Atlanta United FC on July 3rd when he tallied two goals and an assist lead the Fire to a 3-0 win. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The St. Louis Blues will try to start a winning streak when they host the Nashville Predators at Enterprise Center tonight. Blues are coming off a 2-1 win over the Senators on Monday. They're tied for fifth place in the Central Division, 47 points, and a 22-20-3 record. Some college hoops action yesterday. Missouri State beat Drake 65-62 in overtime. Today, Lindenwood will host Southern Indiana. Southeast Missouri State welcomes UT Martin. Eastern Illinois visits Tennessee State. And SIU Edwardsville is at home against Moorhead State. The Bulls are up against the Pistons as the NBA returns to Paris for the first time in three years today. This afternoon's game will be the first NBA game in France since Milwaukee beat Charlotte in January of 2020. Chicago enters the game as the 10th place team in the Eastern Conference at 20 and 24. The Blackhawks will try to stay hot when they visit the Philadelphia Flyers at Wells Fargo Center tonight. Blackhawks coming off a 4-3 overtime victory over Buffalo on Tuesday. Chicago's fourth win in its last five games. Blackhawks still have a lot of ground to make up in the Central Division. They're still in last place with 28 points and a 12-26-4 record. The Colts are still searching for that new head coach as they've already completed interviews with the Eagles offensive coordinator, Lions defensive coordinator, Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris, Broncos defensive coordinator, as well as Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Benemy and current special teams coordinator Bubba Venturone. They still have lots more interviews to do, including with Dan Quinn of the Dallas Cowboys. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the Sports Center hits. And I almost forgot about the Bulls. I was like, man, we haven't had any Bulls scores lately yeah. in the NBA. But that could be why, because they were traveling uh, across yes. across the world to Paris. Yes, and uh, saw some pictures they took yesterday, and uh, yeah. they had it next to the the last time the Bulls were in Paris, which was uh, back with MJ and and Phil and and that team. So mm-hmm. um, it, it was kind of cool, and uh, seeing pictures of DeRozan and Levine there, and you know supposedly there's all this bad blood between them, but. They looked fine, and even Levine was quoted in an interview saying, no, he's like my best friend. Like We've become so much closer since he started playing here. So um, Mm -hmm. they're still not playing quite great ball, but at least there's not the locker room turmoil there was earlier in this year where we were talking about, you know, Zach Levine's going to have to get traded. Like, you're going to have to get rid of him. seems like that has died down. Yeah, it has died down a lot. Possibly someone else may be traded. Did you see those rumors yesterday? No. It was put out there by an NBA insider that the Bulls should make a run at LeBron. <laughs> no. Yeah. Bulls at LeBron. That's what they said. Jeez, no. No, no, no. I don't like that. Oh, I don't either. I think it's an awful idea. Yeah, swipe left on that. Yeah, according to David Aldridge with The Athletic. Mm-hmm. 
LeBron James could be traded to the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> uh, boy. Yeah. So basically it would be uh, LeBron for DeRozan, Caruso, and Patrick Williams. Mm, Caruso. Yep. Yeah, I, did, I have heard his name popping up here and there yep. you know, with trades. Yep. So. By the way, that trade would net the Bulls minus one win. Oh, huge difference maker. Let's be honest. LeBron does not want to go to Chicago. No. He does not want He wants to stay as far away from Chicago as possible. No. Yeah, definitely. He doesn't want to do that. No. He doesn't want to put that pressure on him. No. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's uh, talk about the uh, thing that we were supposed to be talking about uh, this segment. You know what it's time for. Time, time for, for the polls. New high school basketball polls were released yesterday by the Associated Press, and uh, let's take a look. And uh, I still always want to mention in 4A, Lincoln Way East is still knocking on the door there in uh, 4A, uh, champions of the uh, Christmas tournament here in FEM. Mm -hmm. And I saw that uh, their football team got a visit from old Coach uh, Bielema uh, the other day. put a picture of that on uh, Twitter. In uh, 3A, um, uh, new number one team, uh, Simeon, uh, they were number two as the Sacred Heart Griffin lost a game and uh, they fell to a uh, number three. Uh, Mount Zion is receiving 13 votes there at a uh, 3A, but yeah, a little bit of work. Uh, the 10th place teams are tied for 10th with 22 points. Um, so a little bit of work left to do for the Braves, but mm -hmm. still at the top of the Apollo. Um, in uh, Class uh, 2A, uh, still uh, Princeton is number one. Uh, Fairbury Prairie Central still uh, number two as well. Uh, nothing changes in the top three. Uh, Bree Central does uh, move up a spot to uh, number four. Uh, St. Joe Ogden, I know they, they just uh, played uh, Totopolis. Uh, they were playing uh, against another tough team, and so they uh, fell actually a couple of spots, even though they picked up that uh, win against Totopolis uh, the other day. And uh, so uh, they are coming in there at number eight after dropping a couple of spots. And uh, in a 2A, Pinckneyville is receiving the 10 boats, but that's really it. That's right. I don't see Totopolis no. uh, anywhere in the polls. I know that they just lost a couple of games to St. Joe and then Madison as well, uh, but I've disappeared from the polls. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're not even receiving votes. Nope. At all now, so must have got got lost in the mail or something. Yeah, snail know, mail. That's, that's uh, my only explanation there. In a class of one A, let's start uh, here. A tide of four, a tenth is a uh, salt fork. They're jumping up there in the polls at eighteen and one. Uh, Casey, uh, they're back in the polls as they're now number seven. In there, Chrysler Rock, champions of the Vandalia tournament. They're number five, so a huge jump from them. They jump from ten. The five there was 63 points still undefeated uh, there. Uh, Decatur LSA is at a number two there. So uh, coming into uh, the Lincoln Prairie Conference Tournament, number two in mm. Class 1A, according to the Associated Press. Yeah. Undefeated. Well deserved. Undefeated, yep. Undefeated uh, Jacksonville uh, Root. 19 and 1, 157 points, yep. and LSA is undefeated 18 and 0, and 132 points uh, there at number two. And who's number three? Oh, look at that. Moving up one spot is the Altamont Indians at 16-3 and three overall, 116 points. And they also got one first-place vote. How about that? It, it's great. It's absolutely number great. Number three. Yeah. 
you Very know, cool. there's there's two mentalities of this, Travis. And you know, and you you talk about it, and that is, do you want to be ranked, or do you not? Because the kids start believing that hype. Now, I don't think Altima has to worry about it. No. But you know, whenever I would talk to, let's say, you know. Coach Watkins over at Cumberland, and Cumberland would get ranked. He'd say, I don't show the kids. I don't right. let them know. I want yeah, I them don't. to have that edge, that fire, that they're still trying to prove something. Yeah, and I think that uh, that's probably the, the same way. I don't yeah. think they really talk about it a lot. And, of course, they do see the rankings, and they do hear us talk about it, and uh, they see things on uh, social media yeah, yeah. Uh, as well. So it's kind of hard uh, to ignore right. uh, in that aspect. But, yeah, I, I don't really think that they put too much uh, stock in it, really, well, uh, amongst can't. the team. So You can't, especially this week. Yeah. you got enough on your plate heading into the NTC tournament. Right, yeah. So. Exactly, but very cool. A number three team in uh, Altamont. Uh, they're uh, Camp Point Central. They're uh, just out of the top uh, 10. In uh, North Clay, they received uh, 14 votes. Uh, St. Anthony uh, with six. Uh, Stu Straw's getting more than one vote. Like to see that. Four votes there. In uh, uh, Tuscola with two on the boys' side. On the uh, girls' side of things, we'll start in uh, 3A because that's where we see uh, Lincoln. Uh, they're still there 23-0, and but they're uh, tied for a third uh, right now with uh, Peoria, Notre Dame. They're in 3A. Um, uh, Galesburg, they were competing there in Mattoon. Mm-hmm. They're still at number nine there in the polls. Um, in uh, Class 2A, Totopolis there is sitting at number three, so they technically moved down uh, one spot there, 19-3. On the season, um, and then a uh, Paris there is uh, dropping down a spot or two, uh, depending on how you looked at it. They were tied for a six last week as their number eight here in the polls this week. And uh, uh, prepare, uh, Breeze Central, or no, not Breeze Central, Breeze Modern Day, they are tied for 10th uh, there in the polls, technically there in that one. Um, let's see here, Breeze Central, they get six votes. Pena, they're receiving uh, four in uh, 2A. In Class 1A, we got Father McGivney here at number 10, and they're 19-2 on the season. Altamont still got them left on the schedule. Uh, St. Anthony, they're at number five, so they moved up three spots with that win against uh, Nioga last week. And uh, Nioga, spoiler, they've fallen completely uh, mm-hmm. out of the polls now, so uh, they are receiving 11 votes. But uh, St. Anthony now up to number five. Uh, Brown County's in front of them at four. Oakville, uh, they're in a three. And a new number two is Tuscola. Tuscola receiving four first-place votes there. And they're only three points away from the number one team in 1A. And uh, uh, Galena, they're a 22-1, and one, and they got 106 points. And Tuscola has 103 points there. So uh, Warriors, number two in 1A right now on girls. Playing some great ball. They are, and they were uh, impressive there uh, in uh, Warrensburg mm-hmm. last time uh, when I stuck around for that game against CHBC. Uh, Nicomas is also receiving 11 votes. Woodlawn getting the three votes. We saw them uh, the other week. And uh, Tri-County is receiving a one vote in Class 1A there in that one. And I was uh, just looking at the uh, – I-, I knew that this was a gauntlet to close out the season for 
the Lady Indians. But after the conference tournament uh, gets over with, they got the topless. They're the number three team in 2A right now. Nokomis, they're receiving a couple of votes. Now Father McGivney up there, uh, they're uh, ranked number 10 now in 1A. And uh, then they also close out the season with Paris, the number eight team in Class 2A there. so That is a gauntlet. <laughs> oh, man. Gauntlet for the uh, Lady Indians to uh, close out uh, the season uh, there. So uh, we'll see how that all shakes out after the uh, conference tournament there. And then in postseason play as well, we mm-hmm. took a look at that yesterday. So if you missed that conversation, you can – Check it out in the uh, pod, bub. Uh, right now, uh, let's uh, step away and uh, take a break, and we got to talk about college basketball to close out the show. A U of I uh, against IU tonight. Illini versus Hoosiers. We'll preview that and what else is happening in college basketball tonight coming up here on the Star Lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. <laughs> If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at pekininsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. The NFL playoffs are heating up, and the easiest way to get into all the action is with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers, join today to get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. Don't miss out. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, and West Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming and Kansas or visit KS Stop in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. And now... So can... It's a little overrated. Peyton Manning is overrated. A little bit, yeah. You're thinking of his, like, last year. No. Don't think of him as his last year. No, like his whole career. The starting lineup. <laughs> he is properly rated. No, a little overrated. How dare you. On 98.9 The Game. Peyton Manning can thank Edron James, Jeff Saturday, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark. All right, then Joe Montana was overrated. Thing oh, you can thank yeah. Jerry Rice for everything. I, Welcome 
back in uh, to the uh, start of lineup here on 98.9 the game only on here for uh, just a, a smidge bit longer here on 98.9 big game tonight coming up here on ESPN radio later tonight is uh, U of I against IU Illini versus Hoosiers this evening uh, 7.30 will be uh, the uh, tip and uh, 6.30 will be uh, the uh, pregame show and a broadcast of start time for the game tonight. And, of course, this rivalry game, six-and-a-half-point favorites are the Illini for the game tonight. Of course, Illinois right now, four-game win streak coming into this. Chester Frazier, of course, I said in the beginning of the week that after the Minnesota game, he immediately tweeted out the famous video of him with a little hard chest bump with Eric Gordon back in 2008 and uh, Ty Rogers uh, was talked about that with uh, uh, some of the media yesterday mm-hmm. and I don't know what uh, has people got this obsession with calling everyone a dog but he's like man Chester is a dog for doing that and I guess that's uh, lingo for he that's means right. he's like a hard worker just so, I, so you know Eric oh that's okay. what the kids say. Well, I'll make sure to say that to my employees around here. He's got the dog in him. That's gotcha. what they say. Gotcha. That's a good thing, a term a ter- of endearment mm. for him. Uh, of course, uh, Indiana are led uh, by one of the uh, preseason favorites to uh, take home the uh, player of the year there in the Big Ten. That was Trace Jackson Davis, currently averaging 17.4 points per game, 9.9 rebounds a game, and also 2.9 blocks a game. And actually both – U of I and Indiana are good at blocking shots mm-hmm. in the whole entire country as uh, the Illini are 14th and uh, the Hoosier or the Illini are have 6.2 blocks a game. That's second in the country and uh, Indiana 14th for the Hoosiers. Mm. So, so what you're saying is it could be a defensive battle. Right. Yeah, it certainly, certainly could. Of course, uh, U of I's defense has been uh, playing strong as of late, and they're 25th in the country and holding opponents to just 39.35 uh, shooting percentage for uh, the Illini. Another player to look out for tonight for Indiana is that freshman guard, uh, Jalen Hood uh, Schifano, as he's uh, had 13 points a game, 4.4 rebounds of 4.5 assists per game. Indiana goes pretty deep in their uh, rotation, and they also are pretty good from beyond the arc as well. They're shooting 37% as a team, and they have four players shooting 40% or better uh, there for the Hoosiers. So, uh, better guard that three-point line there. And, of course, Illinois has been playing better since that Northwestern game. And really one of the reasons was because Northwestern, they had that, remember, in that game they had the uh, free throw, big free throw advantage mm-hmm. in that one. Well, the Illini have won the free throw battle in the past four games. So that is probably why they're continuing this trend of effective uh, games that they've had as they've won the free throw battle. Here's the other thing, Travis. I'm going to give you a number to keep mm-hmm. in the back of your mind. Yep. That number is 70. Mm-hmm. Illinois has not lost this year when they've held opponents to under 70 points. Yeah. So if Illinois can hold Indiana to 70 or less, mm-hmm. they'll get a win. Right. Yeah. They, they did lose one game where the opponent scored 70, and that was against Virginia. So sure. I guess they have lost one game. But – Pretty consistently, if Illinois, like you said, mentioned that defense, the Northwestern game, they gave up 73. The Penn State game, they gave up 74. The Maryland game, they gave up 71. So hmm. you got to keep that other team under 70. Hmm. 
and okay. uh, you'll get out of here. You with got a, win. a chance. Yeah, got a chance. The numbers don't lie. Yeah, so it's uh, pretty uh, good. The numbers there. Yeah, of course. Uh, two things it's going to come down to is rebounding. Did a lot better against Minnesota. Um, and uh, Danger as well is going to have to keep continuing to uh, show up and have that interior presence, especially against uh, uh, Jackson Davis uh, there tonight there at the State Farm Center. So uh, hopefully it'll be a rocking uh, tonight for sure with this rivalry game. Indiana, until their win last week or last time out against Wisconsin, Travis had not yet won this year. Right, yeah. So been kind of stumbling on the stretch lately by the way i want to point out illinois is ranked in the coaches poll just pointing that out yeah, how about that 23rd knocking on the door in the uh, ap poll though yes yes so. still still not there yet but yep hopefully uh, the uh uh men can come out with the win as unfortunately the women of fell last night to uh, indiana as uh, illinois actually had a strong first quarter uh, there and uh, they had the lead 21 18 uh, but then uh, Indiana kind of went on a run there in the second quarter and they just carried that on 30 point third quarter uh, for the Hoosiers who were ranked number six in the country and I saw that State Farm Center a lot of people showed up uh, for the women's team last night and uh, even had a strong student section presence uh, as well so unfortunately couldn't get it done though 83 uh, 72 uh, uh, Indiana Got the win in women's basketball last night. Hey, don't hang your head. Just time for revenge from the men's side tonight. For sure. Yeah, I saw that uh, Coleman Hawkins and Terrence Shannon Jr. was uh, one of the, of the basketball players that were in attendance oh, nice. last night to support the girls. You know how they say, Travis, You know they, they, we always have the argument about the, the best teams, uh, the best conference in basketball? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's got to be the Big Ten because they got it on both the women's and the men's side. Multiple teams ranked in both sides of the ball. Mm. Yeah, it could be fair. I think the Big Twelve has uh, an argument to be had, at least on the men's side. So yeah, but on the women's side, they have Stanford, and that's it. UCLA's nine, but the Big Ten Big has twelve. Oh, the Big Twelve. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said the Pac-12. I'm sorry. No, Big, Big 12. 12 have no one ranked in the uh, <laughs> Oklahoma 15. Yeah, there you go. There's four. Five Big Ten teams ranked before them. Hmm. And one future Big Ten team with UCLA. So hmm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Best conference in girls basketball, Big Ten. Yeah, it definitely sounds like that for sure. Uh, last night in uh, men's college basketball, though, it was the Paul over Xavier. So the number eight team goes down by a point, 73-72. Virginia over Virginia Tech. TCU goes down. So number 14 in the country falls uh, 74-65 to West Virginia. UConn, they keep uh, with their free fall after what well, they were just in the top 10 mm-hmm. or even the top five, I think. But they lost Seton Hall, 67-66. Uh, Auburn pulled it out against LSU, 67-49. Marquette over Providence, so number 22 goes down, and Marquette will move up. And uh, Missouri beat Arkansas, uh, 79-76. Rockets atmosphere there at Mizzou last night as well. So uh, what else is going on tonight in uh, college basketball? Top 25, you got number 23, Rutgers, against uh, Michigan State. Number 3, Purdue there in the barn. Tonight against Minnesota, number 18, Charleston against Monmouth, uh, Florida Atlantic against UTSA, Gonzaga against uh, Loyola Marymouth, uh, USC and uh, number 11, Arizona, and number 5, UCLA is against Arizona State this evening 
as well. And are those the only two other games in the Big Ten tonight besides Indiana and Illinois? Nope, we also got Michigan and Maryland uh, tonight as well in the Big Ten conference. So gotcha. uh, we still got more stuff to uh, talk about coming up in uh, the uh, pod. we got to hit up on all the other national sports, and uh, we are going to be talking about uh, some live golf as well. They landed a television deal, so uh, we'll talk about that coming up in the pod. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry, and enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup, and it's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. And uh, coming up, we got national sports to talk about. NBA, NHL, and NFL has some news about some NFL teams playing abroad next season. And we'll also talk uh, one of our favorite subjects, live golf, yeah. as well. Hitting up with a TV deal, struck a TV deal. So where can you watch them on television and on an app as well so mm. that's all coming up first before we get to any of that is there anything on sports and anything you wanted to clean up yeah the pacers have dropped each of their last five games after being blown out 126 to 106 by the thunder in oklahoma city pacers will look to avoid a six straight loss when they visit denver tomorrow night the cowboys are adding a kicker in the aftermath of Brett Mayer's meltdown in the wildcard round, Dallas has signed veteran Tristan Viscaino to the practice squad. Mayer was the first kicker to miss four extra points in any NFL game since 1932. Viscaino has converted 11 of 12 field goals and 15 of 20 extra points in 10 games for four different franchises. Mm. I hope the game doesn't come down to a field goal because I don't know if I trust a guy with 10 games No, behind his... The Vikings are putting their franchise in the hands of Kirk Cousins again, as the Minnesota general manager told reporters Wednesday that he expects Cousins to be the team's quarterback in 2023 and that he has no plans of moving him during the offseason. In fact, they added that he's not ruling out another contract restructure or an extension for the gunslinger. So, guess... uh, Kirk Cousins is going to stay in Minnesota a little while. Yeah. The Steelers are keeping their offensive coordinator. Matt Canada will return as the play caller for Pittsburgh next season after signing extension through 2023. Head coach Mike Tomlin said that Canada got better as the year went on, just like the rest of the team. This comes after team insider Ray Fittipato uh, reported last month that Canada would be let go at the end of the season. However, the team is losing another coach on the defensive side, excuse me, offensive side, as assistant wide receiver coach Blaine Stewart is heading to West Virginia after spending four years with the Steelers. Speaking of coaches, if you are a coach, there's a good chance that the Rams are looking for you as the Rams coaching staff is going through some major changes. The Athletic reports that Los Angeles has parted ways <clears throat> with special teams coach, their offensive line coach, Kevin Kernberry, the defensive backs coach, the assistant defensive line coach, and defensive assistant coach. The Rams also opted to not renew the contract of their linebacker coach as head coach uh, Sean McVay will look to replace the offensive coordinator and the running back coach who are both going uh, back to college. So if you're a coach, get your resume ready and send it to the Rams because they're looking for coaches. (laughs) Wow. 
Speaking of coaches, the Horned Frogs have decided on their next offensive coordinator. ESPN reports that Kendall Bryles is leaving his position as offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at Arkansas to join the TCU football program. The 40-year-old coach spent the last three years leading a Razorbacks team that finished 15th in total offense last season. Previous TCU offensive coordinator Garrett Riley left last week for the same position at Clemson. And that does it for your Sports Center update. Kendall Bryles. Hmm. Hmm. So that's not the same Art Bryles. No. Hmm. Well, then that's less significant than I thought. Also, the Cardinals announced their uh, managers for the minor leagues. Hmm. Tim. So Ben Johnson will be the AAA manager. All righty. As all six managers return to their post from the 2022 season. So it's the same coaches. Same staff. Yep. Yep. Okay. New hires to the minor league coaching staff include Howie Clark, who will be hitting coach, and Will Peterson, who will be a coach at Memphis. Eric Peterson, pitching coach. Brock Hammett, hitting coach. And Will Hawks will coach at Springfield. And Casey Chenoweth will be the hitting coach in Peoria. Again, the uh, Cardinals are led in minor league staff. Uh, the coordinator of instruction is Jose Aquendo. Zaya Kendo? Yes. He's the coordinator of instruction. There you go. Yep. So, there you go. Uh, there also is some uh, coaching uh, shakeup in the NFL as well. as This uh, just uh, broke not too long ago as uh, the Ravens OC, Greg Roman, mm. is uh, stepping down on his uh, post to, uh, quote, uh, pursue other opportunities. Huh. So... Greg Roman, gone from Baltimore, OC. So, new OC for Lamar Jackson, possibly. And also, uh, looks like uh, Lamar has gone uh, dark. He's taking his picture off of uh, Instagram. Well, that's because he's not going to be a Raven any longer. So, <laughs> yep. So, doesn't matter who they bring in as the OC. No. Uh, so uh, the uh, NFL, speaking on that uh, same line, that same tune, uh, they, uh, National Football League announced the five teams that will play home games abroad in uh, 2023, and those are the Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans, uh, Jaguars, of course, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and the New England Patriots. So, ah, Chiefs fans, how are you feeling about taking a home game away from uh, Arrowhead uh, there, bub? Uh, the Chiefs and the Patriots will host games in Germany, so that means they're not even playing each other. They'll uh, be hosting uh, the games there in Germany. The Bills and Titans will play in London, and uh, the Jags also will play in London as well. Uh, Bills and Titans are will be the home teams, so they're playing off against the uh, not even playing off against each other. They're just going to be playing against uh, some teams. And so uh, the uh, Bills and Titans will be the home teams for the two games at uh, Tottenham Hotspurs uh, Stadium, while the Jags, London's team, will be uh, hosting there at Wembley Stadium as a part of a multi-year commitment to uh, playing in the United Kingdom there. So as normal, Jags in Wembley there, but... Uh, Chiefs, Patriots in Germany, Bills and Titans both in London as well with the Jags. So opponents, dates, and the times for the games will be released in a full when the full schedule is announced uh, later on uh, this year. Right now, 
there are no international games planned in Mexico in 2023 hmm. due to renovations in the stadium there where they play uh, football in Mexico City. So gotcha. uh, no plan games in Mexico this season. I guess why that's kind of why they're doubling up in Germany. Right. Uh, I guess if you want to do the five international games like they did uh, this season there. So. Um, and there you go. You got Chiefs, Bills, Jags are all playing in the playoffs and they're all playing abroad uh, next season. So, but taking away home games from Bills Mafia, Titans there in Nashville. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. And uh, Chiefs as well at Arrowhead. So. Titans, which could have their new stadium soon, right? Is that no, next year? I don't know about soon. I mean, yes, next year, 2025, it's a maybe. Big, elaborate build there in in Nashville but mm-hmm. uh those are the uh five teams that are going to be playing abroad next season so there is uh, that let's take a look at uh, some other uh, national sports um let's go to uh, the uh, NBA uh, the association last night as the uh Bulls and Pistons will be uh, tipping off here shortly over there in uh, Paris um, but let's take a look at what happened last night. First, the Wizards over the uh, Knicks, 116 to 1-15. And it was the Hawks, big, over the uh, Mavs. I mean, 130 to 1-22. No defense at all there. How did the two uh, star players do in uh, this one? Trey Young only had 18 points. Only shot one three-pointer last night. Hmm. What's going on with him? Um, and then uh, Luca, he had uh, 30 points, but that's the only thing he had. He only had four rebounds and only eight assists. So uh, Luca falling into uh, Trey Young's team, even though uh, Murray was leading scorer for the Hawks with 30. Uh, the uh, Hornets they uh, beat the Rockets 122 to 117. Uh, the Grizzlies beat the uh, Cavs by a point and. In the final seconds for the win there for Memphis, and it was 115 to 1-14 there. It was the Heat all over the Pelicans, 124-98 to there. Thunder over the Pacers by 126-106 to there. The Jazz over the Clippers, 126-103. Marketing, 34 points to lead the way for Utah. Tell me, he's having a career year. Yeah, I also had a poster dunk for sure mm-hmm. last night too. Uh, the Nuggets over the Timberwolves uh, barely, um, and it was uh, Jokic, another triple-double, and uh, 31 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists for the Joker again. 122 to 118 over the T-Wolves are the Nuggets, and uh, LeBron falls in this one to the Kings. 116 to 111. Mm-hmm. LeBron with 32 points, but... Lakers take the L. Kings beat the king. Yeah, they did. And so. Who's the true king? It's obviously the kings. Who is the true king? That is the question. Uh, 20 and a 25 are the Lakers now. Yeah, I don't think they're making the postseason unless they make a trade at the deadline. Yeah, and they were also doing uh, something on first take today that I'm seeing playing on the side of here that I was watching uh, about uh, Mad Dog and Jay Will arguing about the uh, uh, who was the MVP of the past decade, LeBron, 
uh, was an argument in, uh, uh, I think it was Jay Will making an argument for Steph Curry. Hmm. MVP of the decade. Just coming up with anything to talk about on the sports shows, I guess. Yeah. Hey. A slow sports day. Yeah, MVP of the decade <laughs> in basketball. Uh, games going on uh, tonight uh, on uh, TNT. The doubleheader is the Warriors in Boston take on the Celtics and the Nets against the uh, Suns this evening as well. Uh, Raptors, T-Wolves, 76ers, and a Blazer. So Joel Embiid versus Dame Lillard into that one. Advantage Joel Embiid in that matchup if they go if they're going yeah. head to head. Yeah, I think I agree. <laughs> Be they got the size, but Dame's got the speed and the touch. I think maybe I don't and the know. range, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the uh, NHL. The uh, Senators they beat the uh, Penguins in overtime, five two oh four. So high scoring affair there. Over hit easily. Uh, the uh, Bruins four to one over the uh, Islanders. Just uh, keep on winning. Does Boston after bounce back? Uh, Colorado got the best of the Flames, four to one. Uh, the uh, Sharks five to three over the uh, Stars, and it was a Lightning five to two over the Canucks. There, games going on uh, tonight. Got the Wild against the Hurricanes, Ducks, Blue Jackets, Panthers, Canadians, Bruins, Rangers. That's a good one. Uh, Blackhawks, Flyers. Not so much. Nope. Uh, Blackhawks, of course, are what they are, but Flyers have been in the news recently for news that is not involving hockey. Yep. Uh, Jets and Maple Leafs, uh, Islanders, Sabres, Predators in St. Louis tonight take on uh, the Blues. Blues uh, trying to win another one. Yeah. Uh, Capitals and uh, Coyotes, Lightning, Edmonton, uh, Devils and uh, Kraken. Kraken trying to bounce back after dropping a couple here. Uh, Red Wings in Vegas take on the Knights and Stars and Kings matching up tonight in a full slate of NHL action tonight. So, there's a look at that. Yep. Let's see here. I already ran through the NFL, so uh, the only other thing to talk about is live. Live a golf. And uh, this is significant because they finally have secured a, a TV rights deal, streaming deal with the CW. Makes sense, Travis. The CW. That's right. You didn't even know that was a network. Maybe if you watch The Flash, I think that's the only thing that's significant on the CW network these days. These days, yes. I was going to say, it used to have yes. Friday night programming. But. Yes, yes, yes. But not anymore. CW. Nope. Not really anything, but... They got the Live Golf Series. Hey, perfect for the CW, Travis. <laughs> After all, we all know the CW stands for, for completely wasteful. Ah. Uh, so. Come on. Completely worthless. <laughs> mm. Corruptibly wealthy. I mean, there you go. We can go all kinds of different ways for it. <laughs> That's perfect. Corruptibly wealthy. I mean. <laughs> there you go. I like that. That's what it stands for. That's, <laughs> that's all I got to say about it. Uh, so um, let's see. It's a uh, multi uh, multi year deal with uh, TV and a streaming agreement to air its live tournaments. Uh, according to a news release, the CW Network will broadcast each of the Lives Golf's fourteen global events this upcoming season over the air 
and on the CW app as well. Bet you didn't know that CW is even a channel, and it even has an app as well. Here's the thing, Travis. If the <laughs> uh, production for the Live Golf is the same thing that I saw when they had it on their website, yeah, boy, this is going to be hard to watch because that was a show. Mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> so... Well, Have it's fun, just, live in CW. Well, and it's just basically just people, just random people, whoever wants to decide to come and announce this stuff. So it has a that Let, going for them. Let's be honest, Travis. How desperate did they have to be to be on TV to sign with CW? Desperate, yeah. Because CW is known for their great <laughs> sports. Yes. <laughs> right. Dipping into the sports market with the CW. That means everyone turned them down. Yeah, right, pretty much. Everyone yeah. turned them down. Yeah, I mean, we've already uh, heard about like ESPN didn't want to go near them yep. with Disney, of course. Warner, uh, Time Warner, yeah, didn't want to touch them. Uh, NBC, NBC, CBS, Fox. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yep. None of them. Yep. All the major networks and non-major networks. I guess, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> According to uh, the uh, press release, the second and third rounds of the weekend tournaments will air live on the CW and on the app as well. But the opening rounds on Thursday uh, will be uh, streamed only on the CW app. So they're going to be live the second and third, like the final round? Second and third, yep. Well, I'm just glad, Travis, that half of, you know, more than half of their tournaments are here in the U.S. Oh, wait, they're not. Hmm. Is it more? Aren't they going to more? They're going to more U.S., but I still yeah. think it's about 50-50 split of U.S. and out of the U.S. Mm-hmm. So it says uh, that the they've announced uh, sites of only seven of its planned 14 tournaments in 2023. An announcement on the full schedule is expected soon. Uh, the financial terms of the deal weren't released, but sources told ESPN that it is a revenue-sharing agreement and that live... Uh, won't receive rights fees from the CW network and would continue to pay production costs as it did during its <laughs> inaugural season in 2022. So, so they, they won't even receive rights fees. They're not getting anything. They are paying the CW. It's basically an infomercial for the CW. It's paid programming. Yeah. What mm. uh whatever. Travis, we've spent too much time talking about Live. I said we weren't going to talk about it. 2023, it's a new year. We hadn't talked about them. We're done. We're done. I'm tired of it. Well, I thought it was significant that they've finally secured a, a deal with the CW. It's significant, sure. But the CW is so, shown in like one out of every six houses, I think. I have DirecTV, Travis, and I don't have the CW. So, mm. I mean, I just don't. Actually, that's a lie. I, I, I do. I did watch it the other night. Well, there you go. You can watch Live Golf. <laughs> Look at it. It's all coming up, Travis. Live golf, NFL Sunday ticket now. You can watch everything. (laughs) Yeah. Sunday ticket. Is it worth it paying $200, $300 to watch a 16 Rams game, especially now? I don't know. Uh, CW has 14 hours of primetime programming weekly. It's majority owned by Nexstar Media Group, the country's largest local television and media company. It's the first time the CW has been an exclusive broadcast home for live mainstream sports. 32, Travis. You also get the Bears games. I mean, I can watch all the Bears games anyways. Well, that's that valid. Valid. 
about. Local broadcasting. There you go. That changed about in 2001, mm-hmm. 2002 or something. It was probably a little bit longer than that. But yeah. point is, it's been a long time since I got to watch every single Rams game. Well, it's intriguing. It is. Not that intriguing. It is intriguing, I guess. we got to pay for what we want to watch, I guess. So. And hope they're not on any primetime games. Mm-hmm. If they're on primetime... You would have already gotten those. Well, yeah, I can watch those, and I mean, yeah, it would be fun to watch every single NFL game and to get the red zone. That—that's what you want: red zone uh, and fantasy zone. We know you. That's all. Right. That's what you need. Yeah. You—you'd put your team in and make sure that you had well, your I, team all set up. I've heard that you know, if you watch the red zone channel once, you'll never watch NFL Sunday again the same way. I've saw the red zone and I didn't. I, well, you're not a real fan, so. I'm a casual football. I'm a casual. NFL casual. Fan. I'll say that. Yeah. Casual. I'll say that. Yeah. I'm not die hard. I don't. Exactly. Every every Sunday is not an event for me where I have to plan out ten hours just to sit and watch football. Yeah. That's not. It's not. I don't do that for anything besides the Daytona 500. Right. And Memorial Day. And Memorial Day. Yeah, we got Indy and the Coke 600. I was going to say That's that it has something to do with NASCAR. 1,100 miles of racing, yeah. Yeah. 1,100 miles of racing, we got to sit down and watch. you got to plan that. you got to plan your meals. You don't want to have to get up. Yeah. Hey, big game going to be uh, coming up soon. So We'll have it. We'll have it over on uh, 98.9. Yep, and the games this weekend and tomorrow, we'll pick them. Pick them, yes. We Draft pick tomorrow. Em. Yes, uh, definitely uh, tune in to uh, the uh, second ever uh, snake draft yes. uh, here on the show. Do you want to want to tell them the topic, or do we want to wait till tomorrow? I mean, we can tell them. Tell the peeps tell the of peeps. the uh, snake draft? Yeah. I don't think we have told them And yet. we haven't. No, we said we were going to on Tuesday, and then we both forgot. That happens quite a lot often, it doesn't does. it? It does, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what I did this morning, so. Uh, well, have you ever uh, sit and wondered about something mm-hmm. in the world of uh, sports? You're like, man, if only this happened. What if this happened? Yep. Uh, everything it could be different or everything could change. That's what we're talking about. That's yep. our snake draft. Yep. We're going to be uh, drafting uh, what-if moments, the biggest what-if moments in the sports. Yeah. And we're talking as broad or as narrow as you'd like it to be. Mm-hmm. And every sport. Every sport is open on the table. Everything's on the table. Mm. Okay. So I'm excited for this. I think we have enough to easily do 10 each, right? Yeah. There is a there is a lot. There's quite a few. Yes. Including I was doing some research, Travis, and I found some ones I didn't even know about. Like trades and stuff that would have greatly altered sports. Mm-hmm. including one that involved a certain cardinal prospect. Yeah, I think it, I think we may have been looking at the same website because ah. I I didn't even uh, I didn't <laughs> even know about that one yeah. uh, potentially yep. but that that one is a good one. I think I know exactly which one you're talking about. I think about. I have 25 on my list. Mm-hmm. I don't have them numbered but uh when I was uh writing them all down uh, it seemed like a lot. Uh-huh. Or typing them all right, down. Right, right, right. So, so you know. I can't wait for tomorrow, but make sure you plan out some time because we're going to – we we may be short on the actual podcast sport portion of the show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, 
Right. Breeze through all that for the weekend. Exactly. And then get to the snake draft yes. for sure. Important it's going to be a heavy topic. I'm sure the biggest what ifs in the sports mm-hmm. the snake draft coming up tomorrow. So uh, that will do it here for us on the uh, pod for today. So thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. Make sure you tune in to uh, tomorrow's uh, pod and tomorrow's show. We'll get you set for the weekend, the divisional round in the playoffs. And like we said, we'll pick game, those games as well. And we'll recap the Atlanta game tonight from tonight, tomorrow's show as well. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. We're out of here. Peace out, ILL.